TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, along with the DOC, good to have you with us. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass, and you on the phone, 301-230-0980. I was having a conversation with B. Mitch uh, in the kitchen about air fryers because he brought in two bigger air fryers to cook all the steaks and the pork chops and all that. And I said, B., I said, I've had this smaller air fryer. Uh, It was my first air fryer experience. It was Again, small and whatever. I said, my late stepmother then bought me, before she passed away, a, a bigger one, which I appreciated. And uh, so, you know, he, he's like, well, you know, mine is big, but it's it, it, it doesn't have a small, you know, cooking surface, whatever. So we're just having a conversation between colleagues and, and, and pals about food. And JP walks in, JP Finley, walks in and goes, whoa! You guys are talking about big and small and large and you know. slow down, JP. JP, I love you, Tressway Junior. I love you, but we weren't talking about anything that you thought we were talking air about. Air fryer is it, it's a game changer. I love air fryers. Air changer. I mean, I love them. So I was saying I should bring in the one that's literally sitting in my trunk. So that we have one here at least per on a now we could always bring in bigger and better and all that stuff, but I should bring in the one that's in my trunk instead of sitting in my trunk. We could have one here so that people could use and you know just like we have our own coffee pot. I might bring in an espresso pot uh, thing tomorrow that my daughter bought me that I haven't used in a year. I haven't touched it yet. I haven't even set it up yet. I might bring it in just in case somebody wants a little espresso. Well, they do have lockers here. They do? Yeah. I have a locker. Uh, I have one of those... Um, combination? Yeah, combination locks. Wait a minute, this is high school. Guess who doesn't have the combination uh, there, Doc? Rooster. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll show it to you after the That's show. That's you got to have Essex for. Essex, he's got <laughs> well, a I don't know. Uh, I mean, Essex's good. He just... I don't know if he's that Computer-like good. memory, so he could... Pick it, you you know. think he could, like, look at the lock? He might be able to pick it. And... Yeah. Ooh, like, can he pick it? He may be able to pick the lock. Wow. With Are you that good? Maybe a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, sure. I can pick that lock. <laughs> Are you that lock. talented? I mean, I knew you were talented. I didn't know if you were that talented. I mean, that's just a fight against, let's see how many combinations we can go through how quickly. That could take a long time. Maybe by tomorrow's show, if we camp out here and stay and never go home. 
we can figure it out. 301-230-0980. Let's go back to the calls. Uh, again, are you annoyed by the reports, the speculation, if you will, that several unnamed offensive players are mad, not happy, frustrated with the enemy, uh, wish Ron hadn't given him the control and the power and the ego, if you will, that he has? Do you understand their plight? Do you understand their point? Or are you like me and Doc where basically you look and you say, man, you're 4-8. and eight. None of you are, are are good enough to be in a position where you can call the shots and snap your fingers, and you can be frustrated all you want. Don't leak it to a member of the media. And that's the other thing. It's one thing to leak it or to talk amongst yourself, right? Like, Doc, you and I might talk during a break and say, man, you know, such and such situation is, is not great. But we don't go out there and put it in the in, in the public sphere. We don't go out on Twitter or X and go – you know what? Do, 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 do. Uh, things well, here are all over me. Then. Well, he might. He well, might do he, that. I mean, you know, he might do that. He'd pat himself on the back. Exactly. We don't do that because we're respectable, mature, and pro- well, we're respectable, mature professionals. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's go back to the phones and say hello to Drew in Rockville on the team nine eighty. What up, Drew? How are you? Hey, what's happening, Doc and Chris? Drew, what's going on, baby? Um, you know, stuff like this is why it's laughable when Ron says that he changed the culture. Uh, this this is part of the culture. <laughs> this is Amen. part of the bad culture. Yeah. Great that, point. That he, alleged, yeah. that he allegedly changed. Leaking that you were mad at your OC because he uh, yelled at you. He may have probably cussed at you a couple of times. Because I seriously doubt Eric down there putting hands on him, guys. You know, I mean, that's the only thing that to me that would be enough to draw for me to be that angry that, hey, run your route again, block again. And then he cussed at you a few times. And and the thing that's crazy to me is Eric has what, two rings, Doc? Two, two, two Minimum. Super Bowl rings? Minimum. Yeah, two Super Bowl okay. rings. And, and been in, okay. and been in w- one other. Uh, it was one other? Okay. Yeah, one other. And several and AFC, AFC championship, championship games. Yeah. yeah. So my so my initial my initial thought would be, okay, EB got two rings. I want a ring. Let me listen to what this dude is telling me to do. You know, if I gotta run it four more times, if I gotta block it four more times, this dude is coming in here with proof. He's coming in with proof that it works. Now we you we, they can get all into how much of a play plays that he called or what he called. The man came from a franchise that wins. And even if we want to roll with that, that, well, EB didn't call this. Okay, he worked up under a dude that won. Rings. His, his, the guy that his head coach is probably one of the greatest play callers of all time. That's still enough to get me to listen to him because I'm like, hey, man, you work with greatness. Let me take in what you got to hear. Let me take in what you got to be coached uh, um, around and what you got to be taught. These, these dudes, it's, to me, it's not even about softness, Chris. It's, it's about do I really want to win or not? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like to me, it's, this is more of about a winning thing. It's less about softness. Do I want to win? Is winning, like, really important? And so I, I just think with them over there, I don't think winning is important. But let me ask you this, you know, Drew, I, just to counter that point. If, if you're not willing to do all that it takes – to win at a championship level or at a consistent level, does that not make you soft? 
I don't think so. Okay. I, I just think that some of the guys may be – sometimes guys have probably been gifted playing football all their life, and then you're just good at it. Like, yo, I'm, I'm good at this, and I really can't do nothing else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good at this. I really don't want to do anything else but play football. But I don't think that necessarily transcends to you wanting to be a winner or you wanting to win. Once you, especially when you start getting certain checks and then you get hit, you get hit, you get hit a certain way. You're like, man, listen, man, I, I just, I just want to get the check. You know, I got to work extra hard if I got to win in order to win, we got to put in a little extra work, you know, and I ain't trying to do all that, man. I ain't trying to do all this extra stuff. Just give me the check. If we win, we win. It's all good. And then, and then plus two over there, it seems like guys are giving things over there. They don't, they're not, they don't really earn anything over there. So it was like guys show up, talk a certain way. Oh, man, he's a leader. He's this great leader. You know, um, we want to make him captain or we going to do this. And then he gets on, says certain things in an interview. Fans go crazy. Oh, my God, he's such a leader mm-hmm. and all this. So <laughs> instead of earning it, on the, or earning it on the field, and so a lot of that over there just seems to be given. Then with Ron, Ron coming over there like a messiah, like he walking on water. He didn't save the franchise. You get you mix that all that bowl up, that bowl of gumbo up over there with all of them. It's a, it, 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 that's what you have. The coach walks on water, then the players walk on water, and then here come Eb and he the devil. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, kept, and, and again, you. just to finish it up, you know. if the results are not appreciably better, players sometimes are going to have a hard time seeing that. And the numbers that they see are we're four and eight, and we're only scoring a point and a half more per game than we were last year. Really good call, Drew. Appreciate you. Thanks, Drew. Uh, thanks for getting in and waiting so long. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's go to Jay in Omaha on the Odyssey app. Jay, we just had some Omaha steaks. Um, but now we get you <laughs> from Omaha. How are you, pal? They're pretty good. They are pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. good. I'm enjoying. Yeah, I'm enjoying the pork they're... chop. It's still it's seasoned well. Beamish kicked it out of the, you know, out of the park on the seasoning. There is no doubt about that. And Omaha steaks is a really good product. Well, yeah, my porterhouse bones. Real quick, I give to my dog. So like, yeah, they're 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 pretty good. Atta boy. But no, um. It is very frustrating for me uh, to hear it. It it almost makes it seem like it's not believable because, like, why would guys talk knowing that big change is coming? You know what I mean? You're not even guaranteed to be here. That's every player on that offense. (laughs) Every player. So it's not even guaranteed that you would be here. So where are these reports coming from, and are they even really true? You know what I mean? And – if they are true, that's very, uh, I guess, disheartening. But um, are we really going to take heed? Is anybody really going to take heed to what some players saying and not that aren't making the plays? Well, and, um, well, that well, that's the I real really... issue here, right? I, I mean, normally you would say, okay, a player, players, if they're on a mm-hmm. winning team, if they're in a winning program, and and they're kind of squawking about. Uh, a coach being too nasty or too hard or too demanding or or whatever, everyone's going to side with the players, right? But but in this case, but in this case, because nobody's having a great year, right? I mean, there's nobody on this offense 
that we can say is having a great year. Brian Robinson. But what is he doing? Good. But what is he doing that that is too bullish? You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't. He, yeah, I don't what, know. The only thing I can wins? tell you is what I saw they, Jason all, on, with boots on the ground all, on the on the field mm-hmm. in OTAs and, and training camp, which was if they bleeped up, he made them run it over again. He made them do it over again. But, now you can't do that yeah. every single play, every single mistake. But maybe that's what they're yes, upset about. And EB is a barker. Oh, no. He's a loud barker. Yeah. Listen, listen. I blame. I blame Ron Rivera for not nipping it in the bud in training camp. He's the one who brought it to the, the media's attention. Yep. So that's why I believe it's some type of sabotaging going on because, one, you don't nip that in the bud, but you say you changed the culture. That is asinine to me. So um, the I, I know reporters do not give their sources, but when you have something that – crucifying this to another person, mm-hmm. a coach, a put like we got to know if it's a starter. We yeah. have to know some more. Well, players you, are going to be asked you, about you it. Players play. are going to be asked about it when the locker room opens, which I believe is tomorrow. Ron, Ron Rivera yeah. is at fault because he did not nip this oh, in the bud. Sure. And really, it's probably coming from him trying to save his job. I really do believe that because well, you no just hit on you just hit on something that I just alluded to on Twitter. Okay, so you you're no, right on no, to something. No player, no player that won't does not even get you. We know how GMs are. GMs come in and they sweep they sweep the teams. I played on arena teams where it was a new GM that came in, didn't get like right. you get cut. So a player to say that with some audacity and. I like I, I like John John Kime. I never really heard of Grant Paulson, but we need to know more. These people need to come to the light if 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 you really feel that strongly about something because you're you won't be here either. So yeah, good good um, good. No good point, Jason. I appreciate you. I let me let me jump in here because we got to keep the line moving. But it, it's some interesting points, Doc. Is there any chance? That this is like a building lawyer locker room lawyer type situation and. To Jason's point, it's not coming from players, but maybe it's coming from Ronald Eugene, whose, again, only motivation at this point is to do whatever he can to save his job and his reputation. Is there any chance in your eyes? Yeah, there's a chance. I mean, it could be. It would be counterproductive to what the goal ought to be, sure. and that is preparing for the Miami Dolphins. The only reason why that is a legitimate question mm-hmm. is because as Jason pointed out back in August we didn't find out about find out about this through players we found out about it through Ron Rivera and there had to be a reason he felt compelled to share that yeah because and maybe it was trying to rein in Eric B- those rats right but maybe it was trying to rein in Eric Bieniemy too I'm in control <laughs> well, I'm yeah, in charge I don't know what kind of relationship to have yeah I don't know obviously it's not that close yeah. Otherwise, we'd never be talking about this. Yeah. 301-230-0980-216 and change here on the Team 980. More of your calls coming straight up. Hang tight. We'll get to everybody. Uh, I think we'll be leading off with uh, Lenny and Lou coming up next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Shot clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, along with the DOC, good to have you with us. It is your friendly rooster. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass talking about this Eric Bieniemy mess. Is it a mess? Is it something we should care about? Is it a problem? Does anybody think that this is going to be an issue long term? Here's the problem. Until we know exactly what players are frustrated, we can't just say, well, they'll be rooted out by the new staff and the new regime. We can't say that. Is this just simply, hey, man, Scott Turner was really cool with us. He was easy on us. He was not as demanding on us. Ron Rivera, for the most part, was not that tough on us. And Eric Bieniemy is. And it's not working. Is that fair? If that's the player perspective, whatever players this are, this is. Assuming it is players, right? Everybody's reporting that it's players. Maybe there's an ulterior motive, as we just discussed with Jason in Omaha. Uh, just a couple of minutes ago. Doc, you want to get back to the phones? Keep taking the uh, canines, right? As you like to call them. And the Commanders fans that are kind of like, as usual, left to deal with late season dysfunction um, because that's just the way it is when you're losers. Like, winner, like there ain't no dysfunction in the Eagles locker room right now. Even in the Chiefs locker room. There ain't no dysfunction that we know of. No question. At, at least that has made it to the national airwaves. Maybe there is, but it always seems like this type of dysfunction comes with losing product, losing games, losing situations, and somebody else brought it up earlier in the show, a losing culture. 301-230-0980. Let's get to Lenny in Maryland uh, to kick off this segment. What's up, Lenny? How hey, are you? Hey, Chris. Hey, Doc. Uh, thanks uh, for this talk that you're covering. And I really gave this some thought because in honor of the great Ali, you know, I don't want to keep feeling like adults keep having hope, you know, heading into next season. Um, this, this, when you mentioned the players, um, Eric B. Enemy, I thought to myself, I said as a fan, what, what's really the case in terms of winning and losing? So I decided to look up some information to find out what types of ownership changes have occurred over the last, let's say, uh, 15 years. And I looked up teams, and I see where Cleveland was sold, I think, was it 2010? I, uh, was, I think the Rams, 2010. You had the Browns, I believe, in 2012, the Panthers in 2018. And the, uh, two years after ownership change, there was no change in the winning and losing. So I said, well, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with ownership. 
So then I looked up some more information, and it was on the GM. And I said, wait a second, here's something here, because when I looked at the best GMs um, in the league at this, as of the moment in the winning teams and that culture that you're talking about, then I looked at Harry, Howie Roseman, Philadelphia. You've got Brett Beach, Kansas City. Um, you've got um, Duke Tobin, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and then one more, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, Buffalo Bills. So then I said, maybe, maybe this is just about GM because whether what the players complaining, who are we going to have as the coach, uh, what's the culture. One thing I understand is that, you know, that GM is, is very, very important in setting the tone for the draft, you know, like coaching, hiring, mm-hmm. free agency, cap management, trades. So as we go in for the Washington Commanders, as we go into next season, my co- huge concern is, I have no idea who the, is, is there a, a whole new GM? What approach is that GM bringing to the team? You know, how much control is that GM going to have? Th- those, it seems like it centers on the GM. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Because we have no idea how this is going to play out. Doc, I, um, I mean, I, th- I think that's a great. I mean, I think that's a great argument by Lenny. Is you know, we talk about the owners, right? And obviously, we understand this team is in better position with Josh Harris and and the group. Versus Dan Snyder, but the people in the building on a day in day out basis, and that was supposed to be Ron, the temp, the the culture setter, the 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 leader, the Galvin. Ron was dealing with so many different things. I don't know if he could do it, maybe the way it needed to be done, and maybe it got away. But what if there's a new president of football operations, not a president of business operations, a president of football operations and GM, or maybe two guys, like the Wizards have three guys basically running it, but there's Michael Winger, who's the president. There's Will Dawkins, who's the general manager. So maybe it's two guys. Um, But those guys on the football side – should be, should they not, the ones that set everything about the type of player, the culture, what we're going to do, how we're going to practice, how we're going to rehab, how we're going to do meetings, how we're going to do everything from a football basis. And maybe they're missing that. Or maybe too much was asked of Ron. Well, yeah, uh, that's a maybe lot. Are we going to keep the I, I we don't, agree. We don't, we, it's, it's an unknown. Uh, yeah, no, good, I, good I call, Lenny. Let, let Doc get in here. That of a general, just just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I think coach centric. That attempt is shown to have been a failure. Yeah. Okay. Largely. And so, I I just all I know is we had Bethard, Gibbs, and Cook, and to me it's a three headed monster. Mm-hmm. So your owner, your GM in football, and the head coach. Mm-hmm. Then the head coach has coordinators. Mm-hmm. And there's three of them, offense, defense, special teams. That's your committee. Those are the people that should be involved in how we're setting things up. All that matters is that who has the final vote. Right. It's got to be the GM, in my opinion. Yeah. Not a coach. What if, well, we've never had a true GM around here. And Lenny, thank you. We've never had a true GM, like, in I shouldn't say around here. In the last 20 years, you Vinny Serrato. Not happening. And it's not fair because the people I mentioned, that's Hall of Fame caliber. Right, right, exactly. But well, well we, we realize how hard it is to live up to that standard. But we've, in the. But are you even in, trying? In the last 20 years, yeah. just let's say, right? Never mind Bethard, never mind Charlie. Yeah. Okay. In the last 20 years, have you had a true GM at any point? In that, with that kind of control? I don't think so. Well, no, right? Shanahan. 
Well, was he? Because well, I don't know. Because Bruce's fingerprints were on think, everything. I, think, I can think of a million things I'd rather do than discuss anything about the Snyder regime and go back to that. Okay. Because it just makes me gives me a headache. So moving forward, yeah, it then, just gives me a headache. if your ideal is, hey, we have to have a true GM who's in charge of everything, right? If let I me, were let me ask involved it to you. in the ownership group, my suggestion to them would be that you got to have the person that's loyal to you, mm-hmm. not to the team, not to the players. It's meaning be meaning the, per, the, the general manager or big the pitcher, yeah. To the owner. Owner and okay. the ownership group. The people that what are. If, what if that paying. person, because they're loyal then to the owner, becomes essentially a puppet for the owner? Like, what, well, what I'm saying is Scott Fitterer is the team. All right, Scott Fitterer is the GM mm-hmm. down in Carolina, mm-hmm. right? David Tepper hired him. Yeah, but that's another Snyder type move. That's another. That's another well, right, but you don't want that, right? No, if if I a don't. GM is loyal to the owner, is that what but you no, want? But no, he's got to be in charge of football. He's got to yeah, be char- because the owner. He's never going to be the boss and not be right. the owner. I think he's got to have a yeah. really good relationship yeah, with the owner, be. but he can't be so him. loyal that the owner says, "No, no, no, no we're going to do this." Puppet. Then you're back to yeah, what we had right. here. That's the that real tricky work. part about this. Rich guy trying to play fantasy football with a pro football team is a disaster. That's the real tricky part about this. And that's what the rich guys are doing. Because it's their money. Can't be mad at him. He's blowing his own money. Yeah. But in the result of it, the fans, you get stompeded. You just get wrecked. Good coaches will get wrecked in this because this guy will come up. He might have had a bad day, you know, gambling or, or yachting or whatever. He comes up and decides to change. He doesn't understand the dynamics, how human this stuff is. When mm-hmm. and That's what coaches do. And they get so far in with the player. And and I understand that relationship. And that's the one thing you can never not blame Ron by. He's loyal to his players. Yes. He's extremely loyal. And you'd love to have that. He gets as aggravated player. at players though, as no, Chase Young his, found out. Yeah, but his Carolina group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have prefaced that. Yeah. He's that's his unbelievable loyalty. Yeah. And that no, I respect. That's, fair. that's fair. But that's what coaches do. But your GM's gotta be able to not be involved in that. He's gotta and now with analytics, which is a part of the game forever, that person's got to have a nice slice of the pie. Otherwise, you, he's wasting his time. Because mm-hmm. you can't let an old-school mindset say that's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It is relevant. I just don't think that it's the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, It may be a piston, but it's not the wheel. All right, let's get a quick trending alert in here, and then we'll do a full half an hour of calls. I know everybody's on hold. We'll get to Dale. We'll get to Will. We'll get to Lou. We'll get to Dean. Everyone just hang tight. We're getting to you as quickly as we can right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, so we were just talking about the Carolina Panthers who fired Frank Reich, Charlotte native yesterday, 1-10 start. All sorts of controversy about Bryce Young today, their owner, certainly in the headlines, David Tepper, standing by the team's decision to draft Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, saying he thought most of the coaches or scouts and personnel people were on board with the particular pick of Bryce Young, also said simply the results weren't good enough, hence the reason why he fired Frank Reich yesterday and that he is not a bad owner. We'll see, uh, as obviously they have been through plenty, plenty 
of controversy since he took over. Meanwhile, Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts, two touchdowns against the Bucks the other day, might have to go on IR with a thumb injury from hockey. Caps losing last night, late night in San Jose, 2-1 to one to the awful Sharks. Red Wings today signing nine-time All-Star Patrick Kane to join their club. And the Wizards with their third win of the year last night in Detroit. They're off to Orlando, who is playing some really, really good basketball for the next two games over three nights. All here on the Team 980. Ryder and Terps men's basketball tonight from College Park here on the Team 980 at 645. And that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, good to have you with us. Um, by the way, in case that I know you guys don't like hockey like I do, this whole uh, situation brewing in with the Chicago Blackhawks, Corey Perry, longtime NHL player, former Stanley Cup champion, there was a lot of speculation that the reason why he was suspended and, and, and basically told to leave the Chicago Blackhawks was because, well, on a recent uh, mom's trip, like the player's mom's, yeah. Supposedly, as the allegations go, he <laughs> had say, a uh, little uh, a little uh, um, dalliance with Connor Bedard's mom. Woo! Connor Bedard, the number one I overall know. pick, yeah, eighteen years old, awesome. He's awesome. So Suppo- she's married, yeah. supposedly. Okay. Now it was widely de- debunked, right? Like team insiders and whatever. Yesterday, were reporting, no, there's nothing true to it. Whatever. Well, the Blackhawks have just issued a statement saying, quote, after an internal investigation, the Chicago Blackhawks have determined that 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 (laughs) Corey Perry has engaged in conduct that is unacceptable and in violation of both the terms of his standard players contract and the Blackhawks internal policies intended to promote professional and safe work environments as such. Corey Perry has been placed on unconditional waivers. In the event Mr. Perry clears waivers, we intend to terminate his contract effective immediately. Go ahead, go well, er, all over me then. Okay, because this is because this is talk radio. Yes. I will expand on it. Yes, please do. It wasn't his little sister. It was a mother, right? An adult. So, ale- allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, but, but again, a team insider for NBC Sports Chicago completely debunked the speculation okay. yesterday. Okay. Okay? And said it simply is not true. Now, again, clearly something happened here, but the team is not saying that Corey Perry, of course, did this. But, I mean, it could be, quite honestly, like Corey Perry got drunk and showed up uh, you know, at the hotel bar and was was trying to get with 
Yeah. You know, if he forced somebody himself, and, you know, whatever. If he was lewd. Right. Yes. That's I mean, it, it might behavior. not be like that they yeah. actually did yeah. the dirty, you know? How's he playing? I don't know. Okay. I, I haven't watched the Blackhawks okay, outside of Bedard enough. I would, I would, it'll have to do with how he's playing. I mean, doesn't sound like he was playing really well. Yeah, I, I mean, because listen, if he was right. Yeah, then this is you would you would think right yeah, that they're not going to terminate somebody yeah. that didn't allegedly do something really bad. Yeah. that's playing yeah. at a super high level. Yeah. But I would have yeah. to check. Yeah. Uh, I would have to check. I um, saw in the opener uh, because he opened up against. The Penguins. Oh, Bedard's playing great. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about Perry. Yeah, but I mean, guy, that team, yeah. that's when I yeah, saw yeah. him. That's why I knew what you were talking. Yeah. I mean, I don't have your right. background with the puck, right. but I do am a big fan of the game. And, yeah. And I was like, wow. Because that, that kid, to me, he looked like a youth league player out there, but he's so fast mm-hmm. and controlling the stick. I saw his high, His highlights might have been among the best highlights of an athlete I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. As they were, you know, getting ready for the draft. Right. And I got to go back and watch some of his collegiate exploits. His highlight package was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so so here's the deal. I'm just looking this up while you while you were talking. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right about Bedard. Mm-hmm. Corey Perry this year, 16 games, four goals, five assists, nine points, a minus five for the Blackhawks. Okay. I mean, in his career, this is not somebody that is is a note. He scored 421 yeah, goals no, in his no, career. I, He's won a Stanley I knew his Cup. Name, so I'm like yeah. going, okay. I mean, Corey Perry's had a really good career. I have no idea what exactly happened here. Um, here here's what I know. Uh, the statement would lead you to believe that something of consequence, something of sexual significance happened here, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the allegation that's been out there is true. But again, it could be a harassment thing. It could be showing up drunk at at her door or so, yeah, some mom's door in the hotel and doing something with yeah, you know. Stupid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stupid. I can see that. Now he's thirty eight years old. You would hope. Well, that's not frat you, boy. No, that's a you would right. Man. You would hope yeah. that like you could you know control yeah. yourself a little bit. He's been married since two thousand fifteen. Now we all know that just because you're married doesn't mean that people don't do things, mm-hmm. but. I mean, this is not a 23-year-old kid. This is a 38-year-old man. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how old Bedard's mom is, but if he's 18, she can't be that much older than 40. I I mean, if that again, who knows what exactly, but my goodness, could you imagine having to cover something like this? It's like, unique. I mean, it, it, and think about this because that organization was caught up in the fallout from uh, w- one of their staff members molesting, That's right, sexually right. molesting, or or yeah. or or making advance. I forget what the exact. Mm-hmm. I mean, which cost like Joe Quenville his job and cost the GM their after they won the Stanley Cup, the first of three Stanley Cups last decade. I mean. We think we have issues around here, and we do. But at least, to our knowledge, we haven't. Well, let me let me let me let me back up. You might want. We segue. obviously have had. Is it time for a commercial break? <laughs> <laughs> we obviously have had issues, but I don't know if we've had this issue <coughs> or this allegation. Is what I'm saying. I think we've where, had just about everything you can imagine over the last 25 years. Okay. 
Maybe maybe I'm kind of forgetting about a thing or two that yeah, you're going to have to remind yeah. me of. All right, let's go back to the phones <laughs> and talk to Dale in Hyattsville uh, right here on the Team 980. Dale, go right ahead. Uh, thanks for hanging in there. Hey. How are you? Hey, Chris. How are you doing, Doc? Hey, Dale. Um, I'm going to tell you, first of all, Doc, those people that complaining, bitching and moaning, always remember all these people who complain. They complain about everything around them, everything around them except for themselves. Those are the rats. Those are rats. Second of all, nobody should be saying anything. Nobody should be talking. Everybody should be shutting up and doing what they're supposed to do to try to get a, um, to get a good record the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. But any, any how it's going to be replaced. All this is going to be replaced. The general manager is going to be replaced. The coach is going to be replaced. Offensive and defensive corner is going to be um, replaced. Another thing that people need to realize also is the fact is if we keep on losing, we're going to rise up in the draft. I think we're like sixth or seventh in the draft. We we might get one of these quarterbacks. Yeah, right now so they're fifth. Now you got, yeah. So what's going on now is that you got a new coach in here who didn't who didn't draft how. He might get a quarterback here, a new offensive system, and it's going to be back to square one again. Everybody's going to have to learn the offense, and whoever gets the job is going to win the job. This is a cold business. The NFL is cold. It's it's, it's the most cold business in the world. These quarterbacks being drafted every year, they got the time they're on time clock. They don't do well after one or two years or three years, they're gonna be replaced. So it's that simple. And unfortunately you got people down there like Carolina down there with Bryce Bryce Young down there. Look 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 what's going on. You got a coach that drafted him. Now he's gonna get another coach that's not didn't draft him and probably if he's not playing the way he's playing next year, he might get somebody else in there to to replace to replace, to replace him. But so this whole idea of the fact that we want this and we want we want the offense coordinator to be here, we want the coach to be here, all this other stuff don't mean anything. It's a performing business. It's about winning and losing. I don't care if the quarterback's a gadget quarterback. I don't care if he can throw the ball down the field. I don't care if he gets if, – if, if, if they make a pistol for him. If he wins games, he's going to be the quarterback. If you don't win games, you're not going to be the quarterback. Well, I don't care who you are. Yeah, and, and, and listen, we, we like this is a bottom-line industry, as you indicated, as Doc knows. As we all know, it, they haven't won enough games, no matter who it is. Uh, so really, nobody can say, and at least the way I look at it, nobody really can say anything because ultimately you haven't been good enough at your jobs to make a yeah. enough of a difference to stand on a platform and say, I want change, I want this guy out, I want this guy to be easier, I want this to be more club med, I want this to be more player-friendly, what have you. Appreciate uh, the phone call. Let's get to Sweet Lou uh, right here on the Team 980. What up, Lou? How are you? Holy smoke. <laughs> What's going on, Christopher? Lou, how about that story, huh? Hey <laughs> man, that's I, Chris, I know you. Like I know you most. like hockey, man. That that's not the kind of puck and stick I was but talking Chris, about, huh? Chris, Chris, the point that you try to act like you all know what uh, what's, what's his name uh, Perry trying to do. He trying to hit on that that boy's mom. I mean, the guy I, I living, mean, but I don't know that. I mean, all the all the dad. team insiders are are reporting that that's not true. So I mean, they're clearly being told that by somebody they don't know because they weren't. You know, they weren't privy to it. I'm sure nobody actually physically uh, witnessed uh, it from the media. But, you know, apparently but, maybe other moms did. I don't know. Hey, but hey, first first and foremost, my DOC, what's happening, boss? It's all um, good. 
Hey, man, I just want to show love to all these essential workers, man, out there doing it in this cold weather, delivering Amazon, you know, the the USP, you know, all, all of them, man. I want to, because I got a lot of homies that work for them, so, and I work, I, I work for Amazon, so, you know what I'm saying? But I just want to show love to them and, you know, doing what they're doing out there. But other than that, man, let me get to straight to the point, Chris. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to hide or anything. I'm going to just keep it real. This leak stuff that you're talking about, you know, it's it's obvious. This is coming from Ron. I'm going to break it down for you. Number one, this leak, it's not something new. This, this been, what, this happened in the summertime, right? Yeah. And, and Ron, and we found out about it through Ron. But, but hear me out though. Hear me out. Ron is five games left. Somebody's staring up the pot because, they, you know, I feel like to me, I'm I'm looking at it. I don't know. I'm looking at it. My, my, the way I'm looking at it is that Ron is on his way out. EB, you know, I, I think to me, he should get an opportunity at least to, 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 to get an invite to the table as I guess to be a head coach or something. But it seemed like Ron is trying to do this. Uh, like he's 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 doing this on purpose. He don't want this guy to have a job. I don't know what it is, but it's all like it's, it's I, I'm 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 trying to you know this like this is not something new. He did this to to uh, 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 chase. So while we acting like this is something new, this guy is on his way out and he just mudding up the the whole thing. So let's not play around, man. This is. Just, just you know, forget. For, for, just you haven't accomplished anything, so they want to try to make something out of what leak instead of you. You know, like like Doc be saying, focus on the game. You haven't done anything. You ain't been irrelevant. Like your team sucks. We sick and tired of watching you going out there playing like you ain't never been coached. You out there babysitting a bunch of grown men. So, like like I said, man, this is Ron's job. He's he's doing all this to uh, I'm not like you know in the, in the street word he's hating on my man Eb that's that's what it is and and, 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 Lou, and Lou hates Rod <laughs> I mean there is one thing it's, for uh, sure it's obvious I mean if you put one and one together it's obvious this this is not something new you. we've seen this in the summertime so. It is what it is. Well, that's why we brought yeah, yeah, that's why we brought it up. And Jason in Omaha deserves right. real credit for bringing it up. Thank you, Lou. Um, you know, for bringing it up last hour, Doc. I, I mean, maybe this is maybe this is Ron talking to you know. I don't know. Maybe this is Ron trying to keep the enemy's head and, and ego under control. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I wish I knew for sure. Um. Yeah, I, here's I'd one like thing to I would say. He's got other things. Yeah, well, you that, would think, right? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, a little bit busier this week. Just a little bit. Yeah, his hands. His but place somebody be clearly told Kime. Now Kime was in Dallas. I never really heard of Grant Paulson. <laughs> Kime was in Dallas. That's not fair. <laughs> that's not. That's not nice of you, Matt. That's not nice of you. Ice is a mess, Who's, man. Who this told you to do that? You did. I did? As you gave me the little <laughs> snip, snip fingers as he said that. Yeah, that, that one's all on you. <laughs> Wait a second. Matt, you're not supposed to expose. You're not ex- supposed to expose what goes I'm on the behind the scenes the here. That is my only job. Uh, by the way, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to do some rapid research here on Connor Bernard's mom. I mean, don't if, do it. if this don't story do is it. true, man. Don't do it. Woo. Don't go there. Woo. Don't go there. I mean, there. my goodness. Don't go there. Um. 
That's why I didn't even want to bring it up. I didn't want to ask about it. And let it go. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a time out here. Two forty-eight, uh, and uh, two forty-eight and change right here on the Team Nine Eighty. More of your calls coming straight up with the AOC on the Team Nine Eighty and the Odyssey app. Is this is this what I think it is? What do I think it is? Is is there any significance behind this bed or no? I mean, it's still on theme for everything else we've been playing. Oh, okay. Want to miss Joan Jet? Hate myself for loving you. Oh, gotcha. It was not. It, I was thinking about something else. Sorry, I, I won't go there. I won't go there. 301-230-0983. What's that, Doc? They're just brutal, man. Yeah. I mean, your mind goes in weird places uh, in the world uh, today. Let's get to Bird in D.C. What up, Bird? Thanks for hanging in there. How are you? How's everything going with you guys? Good, Bird. What's going on? Yeah, this this is more of a question I wanted to find out about. Because the one thing I haven't heard is, have you guys ever did an interview with Pringle? Byron Pringle? Byron Pringle. I have no, I have not. not. I did um I talked to the guy that they wound up cutting, Marcus Sims, about Bienemy a lot, and I talked to Andrew Wiley, but not Pringle because he got here so late and I just haven't been around uh, most days in the locker room since he got here. He appears to be the only receiver that we have that knows how to work a scramble drill. Mm-hmm. And I will wonder I'm just wondering how much different is Bianami's coaching style now versus what they did in Kansas City is what I would want to ask them. Is he is he behaving the same as he did in Kansas City? Mm-hmm. How much difference is it is a question I would really want to know. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's a great to question. To find out how that would play out to really know what these – we know how these guys are like that because they played under Snyder, they played under Allen. So I expect this kind of behavior from them. Um, but, again, like you said, it's got to be a father in the room that puts all of this stuff in place. I think that's a more than fair question. I mean, I don't know if Doc, he probably has changed with more authority and more control, right? I mean, when you're working under the shadow of Andy Reid, you're not the man. Now, he's working under the theoretical shadow of Ron Rivera here, but if we're to believe everything is true that we've been told, he is completely in charge of the offense. And that's how it looked in the offseason and in training camp, but we don't know how that's adjusted as the season's gone along. Well, I think he would have full and, reign of the offense because – Yeah, based on Andy Reid's yeah. age and health conditions riding around on the golf cart, who's to say that EB wasn't doing the same thing in Kansas City, which is what I really want to yeah. find out because that would tell us a whole lot. That, that's fair. And by the way, we should also point out Pringle was not with the Chiefs last year. Right. He was uh, He was with a couple of uh, – was he with Minnesota? I can't remember what team he was. I wanted to say uh, Steelers, he, but you might be, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, he was not with the Chiefs. I know that last yeah. year. So maybe that – again, he was with him at one point in Kansas City, but you know, maybe Eric has evolved slowly or I, – I, I don't know. Maybe Eric – you know, here's a here, here's just the thing that I I think I think 
which is that Eric Bieniemy is a yeller and a screamer, and he's demanding. And today's players do not like that. By and large, somebody that makes more money than you. Well, yeah. But by and large, they do 22, 23, 24, 25 year old men do not want to be yelled at by some superior authority, whether it be their boss, whether it be their parent, whether it be their a colleague, whether it be their coach. They just don't want that by and large. Okay. I mean, so I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is truly different in terms of his personality or his coaching. What I know is different is he's got more authority and juice here. And if Ron truly is letting him run the offense completely autonomously, if that's the right way to say it, then Eric is basically saying, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to sink or swim that way and the players are bristling at having to do things over again or right again or being called out in a certain way. I mean again, this could happen in meetings, this could happen in the building, this could happen on the practice field, this could happen on the sideline, we just don't know. Bird, appreciate it. Uh thank you very much Here's what we for know. weighing in. The Chiefs have not looked as good as they did That's last fair. year. This team, so the method, I've never, I mean, I was talking to George Stark last night, head hog, on overtime. And you can he, hear that, by the way, on the Odyssey app. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick up the tab. It's and very he, kind we of were you. thinking, I was telling him, you know, Silk, and I say this to any of the, the, the guys that were in the old line room, we'd sit out and you'd hear projectors, Bugle would throw projectors against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was that violent. Yeah. So I always laugh when I go, when anybody complains about it, I go, you you don't realize, I mean, always, you know, forging steel, there's not, everybody's not cut out for this business. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody, no. even players. No. Some guys pick the wrong sport. Yeah. It's really not, you got to be, that's the thing about military people volunteer. Right. If it's not a war, obviously not a draft, you yeah. volunteer. You know, kind of know what you get into. But some people play football just because they're good at it. They Rip, do that, right? but again, we're not talking about playing. We're talking about winning at yeah. it. But I'm saying if you're really good at something, mm-hmm. like playing football, mm-hmm. you might play it but not love it. And then if you don't love it, if you don't have you're a burning passion for winning and for loving it, you might not take to coaching like Eric yeah, the Enemy. You, you may not. But again, that's where the head coach is supposed to be the buffer because if I have an overall if I had an overall losing record, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in anybody that could flip that and help me change that. That's why I thought Eric so Bieniemy was being I'm brought here. Confused by yeah when I hear this, and you don't even know if the source of the leak is the leak. You don't have any idea what's going on. I'm going to ask you a question about the whole process when we come back about maybe they didn't know, maybe they just didn't know. How much of a hard ass Eric Bieniemy actually is? No, when I think we everybody knew that. Well, Are you serious? I wouldn't put it past this staff. Well, tonight. you know what? You're right. They might have missed it. Yeah, I, 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 my I bad. You're I, right. Due diligence. More on that, and more of your calls coming up on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.